TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. What a song. What a band. Jody Cameron, John Rich, it is 94 WIP. Phil's. Mid-February, they start emerging from the hibernation. Soon will be exhibition games. And then in about, geez, I guess about six or seven weeks, the start of the regular season, which will happen this year in late March. Don't even have to wait to early April, late March this year for the start of the season. And, of course, through the season, before the season, after the season, and all over the season will be uh, one of our favorites, Mr. Ben Davis, who joins us in the studio for the next three hours. Good morning, Ben. Top of the morning to you. Getting pumped up. And I, the rest of the day to yourself, <laughs> lad. <laughs> Lottie. I never know. I don't know what to – I don't know. you got too many vowels in your name. I don't know. Yo, no. But I'm Spanish, Ben. They see. You know, from Spain and from Mexico and all that. The Yucatan. So exotic. We were down in the Yucatan for three centuries, you know? But anyway, that's a whole nother matter. All right, so, Ben, uh, you getting pumped up? I am. I just – just watching those guys come out of the clubhouse yesterday, hear yeah. the click clat of the, right. the metal spikes and – on the concrete and just hearing the pop of the mitt, yeah, I'm I'm ready to go. Pop of the mitt's a big one, right? Yeah, it it, it you feel it. I like the pop. Of well, the you mitt. would really feel it. Yes, I would. <laughs> I like the pop of the mitt more than the crack of the bat. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, you also get the pop of the mitt before the crack of the bat. Sometimes yeah. pitchers and catchers, right? I mean, they're not yeah. hitting right away. They're right. it's. It's they're pitching first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to get your bullpens in. That's for sure. Yeah. So, all right, Ben. A lot today early, and again, everyone can weigh in at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Some of this today, obviously, is a look ahead to you know the season, but we're also doing a little bit of a look back uh, and a feel back, frankly, to how it ended last October, where so many people had such a strong reaction to the loss. Um, some referred to it as a heartbreak, some a collapse, some went as far as to say it was a disgrace. Ben, you know a lot of people were angry when that thing ended. Mm-hmm. Where are you? And and listen, one thing I love about having you in here, you have felt all this through all the years with all four teams. Mm-hmm. You know, I referenced earlier, like, the Donovan Dock thing, that era. When I say Donovan Dock, that era, they would start a new season, but a lot of people would be like, yeah, but you guys lost in the end, the end of last year. Like, you let us down. Sixers famously, if you remember from 77, I wasn't even born, but, you know, we owe you one. Like, we owe you one. It came out. We owe you one. Now, I wouldn't say that about the Phillies, but some people think in those terms. On the emotional side of things, where are you now as it relates to last October? Are you over it? One thing, and as we had Ash Wednesday yesterday, (laughs) 
one thing I'm not good at, I'll be the first one to tell you, is water under the bridge. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, I tend to hold grudges longer than I should. It's something I need to get better at. I'll be the first one to tell you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still disappointed because it was in the palm of their hand to get back to the World Series. And you just can never take that opportunity for granted because it's so stinking hard to get there. And they had they had all the, the pieces that fit, and they just didn't do it. And they had two games in hand here at home. They scored three runs in games mm-hmm. six and seven. And with their health, meaning they were very healthy, they really could have won the World Series. Yeah. I mean, they, they were set up. Bryce was healthy. The pitching staff. Everybody was healthy. And that's everybody the part was healthy. I'm trying to get over. It's, <laughs> I'm trying to get past that. And mm. yesterday was a big part for me to getting past that because it's a new year. So it's, uh, you know, I, I wonder, and this, this is a good question for you, Ben, as a catcher. Kimbrell was the offending, uh, you know, problem mm-hmm. last postseason clearly they weren't bringing him back JT was a big part of Kimbrel failing in in those moments I I know it's Kimbrel but you know JT's a part of that that package that battery you know it, how hard is it to move forward for the catcher who experienced that you know downturn? is John right on that because I don't get that sense I mean I just JT never, didn't, he didn't throw the ball yeah, I, I mean, I, all we do is make suggestions. Yes, you know. That's, <laughs> ah, there we go. The catcher's take. <laughs> okay, the, the guy on the no, mound. That's, no, that's if that's how it's be, like. No, I don't know. No, but having said that, you still take some onus in the fact that okay, that was my suggestion. He agreed to it, but yet he didn't execute it. That goes on me as well because he didn't execute it yeah. because of my suggestion. Sure. So it's kind of like you know what came first, the chicken or the egg. Um, but it's you never. It's it's more of a team thing, I think. That you look at it like we all failed, mm-hmm. and um, you, you try and move on. So JT doesn't have more baggage than your average. I would. I wouldn't say guy because of the position that he's playing because of the involvement. I'll in tell you who's got lingering no, baggage. Negative. Rob Thompson's got lingering baggage. I think so because he put him in the game. Sure, that's the guy that's got lingering baggage. But as really I think that'll help him moving forward. You know that lingering so, baggage is a positive because he. I don't think he'll make that mistake again. I don't know if in that identical situation, but there's never going to be an identical situation. No, there won't Moving be. Forward is what makes it. Well, so look, tricky. let's let's mix a lot of calls in here. We we want to hear from you as the fills are cranking it up again. Um, we're beginning the process off. Um, as it relates to last year, you know, sort of, are you over it? Or are you ready to sort of move on? Or, or is there, you know, another thing I wonder? I really, this is a big one. I wonder. Will fatalism as a Philadelphia sports fan reemerge? Because it was a defining characteristic, I believe, for most of us for many decades. The expectation that our team would lose in the end. And then the Eagles won a Super Bowl in 2017. And, you know, there, there, was, there was more positive vibes going on. And, like, uh, let me put it this way. When the Phillies were marching in 2022 postseason, there was a lot of people convinced, oh, we, 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 they got this. We got this. Like, they're not going to lose. They're not going to lose. When the Eagles were marching last year, Certifiable, not going to lose. I'm talking 2023. Excuse me, I'm talking 2022. Like, not going to lose. I mean, Mahomes was on the other team, and we didn't even essentially concede the concept the Eagles could lose to him. Like, for most of us. And then you get to the, the, the Phillies last October, and once again it was like, yep, they got it. And I wonder now if it, if, if it, it starts switching a little bit. Because with the Sixers, there's fatalism. Sixers can win in the first round. Let's say Joel's healthy. Sixers can win. Most people are going to think they're going to lose in the second round. It's what, it's what they do. So 
the Phillies were on the climb up, which is, I got to tell you, of everything in sports, other than the championship, I am convinced that the climb up is the, is the second most fun thing in sports. House money. I haven't seen my team let me down in the postseason yet, or at least only once. But I remember when Donovan lost to Tampa Bay in 0-2, the climb up was over. And fatalism started setting in. And like, yeah, my team's going to blow it in the end. And I wonder where we are as Phillies fans, as Philadelphia fans, within that topic there. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Ken and Cinnamon. What's going on, Ken? Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing well, Ken. You know, you, you had the Juice Newton song, and, and Joe's doing a great job of playing the, uh, the bumper music coming back in, but you had the Juice Newton song uh, earlier this morning, and, and I was like a think, thinking, functioning human being when that song was on the, on the radio. <laughs> but when I heard it this morning, the first thought that came to my mind was the opening sequence of Deadpool, which is about the uh-huh. funniest three minutes of, of film in the history of film. So uh-huh. it, it, it's a matter of perspective, I guess. Um, I so, do they use that song for that opening scene? I didn't oh, remember that. Yeah, yeah. I that is an incredible scene. I mean, one of the most graphic and intense scenes ever. I did not make that connection, and and yeah. it, it's so fitting. It is so opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum. That's what it's makes perfect. it perfect. Yeah. yeah. If you get four minutes, go back and just Google the opening credit scene. <laughs> yeah. This morning, and it'll make you laugh. It'll yes. make you laugh hard. Um. I was never mad at the Phillies last year. I, I mean, I've I've been a season ticket holder for 19 of the last 20 years. Um, I felt bad for those guys, but I, you know, I can't bring myself to anger over you know professional athletes that are doing the best they can and and fail. Um, you know, because everybody fails, and when I fail, there's usually nobody watching. Um, when they fail. You've got everybody talking about it on WIP the next day. And, you know, you always know that can happen in baseball in a short series like that. If you get a, a bad week uh, where your bats just go cold in the middle of July and, and nobody's hitting, yeah. you know, you just – you break out of it. You Ken, part of what made this difference, though, was Rob Thompson's decision because there's effort, well, but then there's decisions. Well, and he and made a decision know, that, to me, was boo-worthy. Well, as you know, um, that was my biggest question about the Phillies coming into the season yeah. last year was that, was that I never really have had a ton of faith in Rob Thompson's in-game decision-making. Um, and it, obviously he's got a great rapport with the guys in the dressing room, and, yep. and, they, and they like him and they respect him and, and believe in him. But, um, I, you know, he made some really bad decisions in the, in the World Series. I mean, obviously you go back to taking out of course. Zach Wheeler in game six, right? So – um, that was always my question mark, but he has said um, since that, that he's learned from some of these things. And, you know, I, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, like that the, any other human being, you know, he has room for growth and, and room and has an open mind to listen to people when they say, well, maybe you think about it a different way. So when I saw just for a second, I saw Ranger Suarez in camp yesterday and he was throwing, which, which hasn't been the case for, uh, for for a couple of years now because he, he's had visa problems right getting yep, right you know uh, to me that was like boy now this is a better start than 
the last couple of years because we got Ranger in camp. And, you know, Bryce Harper is going to be here and healthy. And I'm, I'm sure they'll keep him bubble-wrapped until three days before the season starts. Sure <laughs> All right, Ken, give me an answer here for what makes you think of being a kid. Um, well, they say the sense of smell is the closest sense linked to memory. Wow. And uh, when I walked outside last night, uh, one of my neighbors had the fireplace going, and I could smell the chimney smoke, and it just took me back to when I was a kid, and I used to love that smell. When I was a kid, walk, going outside to play a, with my friends. That's a good answer. That it is, really is. That's an awesome answer. Yeah. So evocative. It does tie in. I could just I, I imagine the cold. I imagine seeing my breath. I imagine throwing that football up in the air with all of my other friends around, and we're yep. all going and trying to catch it and tackle one another with that smell of smoke in the air. It's good stuff. Howard yeah. asking today at eight o'clock. He's down in Florida, spring training. So we'll talk to Howard about what's going on down there. Also, what was said yesterday? Notable comments from Rob Thompson. From Zach Wheeler on the contract negotiation. Jordan Schultz, who had that report on Hassan Reddick and talked to him two days ago. What he said to Joe and Hugh yesterday. All of that and more up ahead, including the calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. You can't control the weather. 50s over the weekend. 26 right now. But Horizon Services ensures your home is warm all season long. Their expert technicians recommend getting your heater checked now. They'll inspect your system. They'll listen to your concerns. And they'll guide you to the right solution that optimizes your system's performance. Horizon is always available. They've got same-day, 24-7 capability. And to get you through the rest of the season, they are currently offering $50 off any repair. And if your system is in need of a replacement, Horizon's experts can install a new system as soon as tomorrow. Plus, you can earn up to $1,500 back on a new heating and cooling system, and easy financing is available. Book your visit online at horizonservices.com forward slash WIP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, right, good morning to all. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. We got Ben Davis in studio and... Spring training is on for the Phils. No, not all players. Hitters, uh, 
I don't know, maybe there's a few select hitters there, but they, they got a few more days. But pitchers and catchers doing their thing. You know, one thing we're discussing today, Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, with Armin offering the highest quality certified pre-owned vehicles in the Delaware Valley. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Should the Phils dump dancing on my own? Because they didn't win it all the last two Octobers. Or should the Phils continue to embrace the song as their team song? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. A, dump it. B, embrace it. I'm an embrace it guy, but a lot of people last November. I am November, not an embrace it guy. Really? No. You're a dump it? Yeah. You're done. I'm done with it in large part. Not just not just that it hasn't worked. You hurt uh, my heart. But, because hurt it my has heart. worked <laughs> in bringing the team together. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's time to move on to something else that can bring the team together, mostly because I don't like the message. I don't like the message of this dancing on my own. Somebody said you got a new friend. Does she love you better than I can? You know, like it's kind of like you lost. You're you're standing in the corner. Well, you're you're watching yeah. others Make enjoy out. the life that you wish you had. Like I don't want to be. I I don't want to be that person. Yeah, I want to go. But it makes me happy. The day it makes me happy to see Bryce Harper celebrating to that. That's that's what I love. Okay. I. Uh, I agree with you. It does make me happy to watch Bryce celebrating and the team celebrating to that. But now this is a new season. They did that for two years. And I I felt like last year was a mistake carrying it over. Well, remember, they didn't initially. They brought it back. Yeah. Like in June when like when they were whatever they were, 22 and 29 or whatever, instead of 21 and 29 the prior year. And they're like, all right, let's go. Let's bring it back. And then, boom, they took off. Ben, should they dump it? Should they embrace it? Ah. I'm kind of indifferent to it, but it hasn't worked in two years. So. You're done too. Yeah, I, I I think we can move. What's wrong on. with you fools? But if they keep it, <laughs> I, it's not gonna it's not gonna ruin my day. I'm in the corner watching you. Oh my kiss god, you're her. reading too much into the lyrics. It's about yeah. the it's about the music. It's, it's about, about the feeling. I'm yes. not the guy. I right, where are you? Keep, keep her dumped. I'm a hundred percent with you. It's their song. I mean, you just can't. The, the song kind of pick them. It's not like they they just were playing it because. They like the music, not necessarily the lyrics. Well, let's find out where people are at on this. Because really, while I care about the Twitter poll question, I want to hear from you on the phone lines. To keep or to dump Dancing on My Own, what it represents related to the past, related to this era, potentially related to the future. Where do you stand? 215-592-9494. And then, of course, the bigger, broader point today. How do you feel as a Phillies fan, given the last two Octobers, the joy that we experienced, the pain that we experienced with the crash and burns? Does, does the pain... Of how the Phillies thing ended, are you less angry at them when you see what a crash and burn can really look like when you see the Eagles? I mean, the Phillies lost four or five and two in a row in a sport in baseball where the worst team can beat the best team three in a row. I mean, that's baseball. That can happen in baseball. What happened to the Eagles should never happen. Seven week yeah. death march. I mean, a team that's 10 <laughs> and one should never, ever lose, what was it, six of seven or seven of eight, whatever it ended up, and then basically, you know, dead on arrival in a playoff game. Like, that should never happen. Let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on all this? Eric in Royersford. Good morning, Eric. Morning, guys. How you doing? Doing well, Eric. Um, my thing on the Phillies is, I think, I know Dombrowski's going to do something to make, to make us better, whether it's before the season or at the trade deadline. I just look at it as, the core of our team last year was in the World Baseball Classic, and they had it ramped all the way up to the high point and then dropped back down for meaningless spring training. So I think everybody being in camp together, everybody's healthy, Bryce is healthy. I think 
everybody being together and starting off strong. I think that's the way to go. Well, it should help. I mean, look, two years in a row, though, Eric. So last year can't be explained just on that. Let me tell you this. Zach Wheeler, who I'm a huge believer in, won him signed, that whole deal. I mean, probably his worst stretch as a Philly, we could look it up, but I feel pretty confident. His worst stretches of a, as a Philly was the first month or two last year. I mean, he was he was shaky. He was like a mid four guy there for for a few weeks, and then he got his act together, and then he became the dominant pitcher for final four months. But and as you pointed out, Bryce was mm. Bryce didn't even play in the beginning of last year. Trey didn't hit yeah, last, last two years or whatever. Um, is it two in a row he didn't start off? I can't even remember twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. I think he was healthy coming he off the healthy. MVP. He yeah, was, yeah, he was healthy. But then at some point he got the. Was that when he got hit in the face? He got hit in the face. Yeah. And then his, hit in the hand also? And that was, that was oh. the same play. Yeah, it was the same play. Oh, That was awful. Holy mackerel. All right, Eric, give me an answer here, man. You can win Creed tickets. What makes you think of being a kid? Well, it's not so much what makes me think of being a kid. It's when my childhood ended. So, growing up, it was every morning before school, 6.37, 7.30 was GoBots, G.I. Joe, and Transformers. Ooh. And then the damn Transformers movie came out, and in the first 20 minutes, Optimus Prime's dead, and Starscream gets disintegrated, and it's been traumatic. I'm 48 now, and it still <laughs> shakes me. Wow. You got it, man. Hey, Transformers were so massive. More than He's me, 48. I'm 49. Transformers were everything. They were big. When yeah. I was in elementary school, like yeah. fourth and fifth grade, 1984, 1985. My world revolved around them, and the, commer- the, the the commercials, everything was pointed toward, like, everyone wanted the Transformers. And the GoBot. He mentioned the GoBots. Mm-hmm. Remember the GoBots? Absolutely. They were, like, smaller, crappier Transformers yeah. that actually came first. They came first, yes. And, man, they paled by comparison to the greatness of the Transformers. Can I make but a, they were good, too. John, I want to make a recommendation for your life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we all have, you know— we care about each other around here. By the way, life advice with the hammer at 915 today. Get this scenario in Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. What do you need help with in life? I'll try to steer you some good advice. 915 today, a little life advice with the hammer. John, let me give you some unsolicited life advice. If this sports radio thing doesn't work out for you, and I think it's going quite fine for you. So I, my expectation is things will continue to roll on. But let's just say, God forbid, something. Well, it was supposed to be. 37. 37 years. Yeah. And by the way, next Tuesday is our one-year anniversary of this show. And we are now seven and a half years into you, me, the and James 37. together. Yeah. So we got 29 and a half years left. Mm-hmm. But here, here's my point. If it ever goes awry, cancel culture, whatever, right? You, you're, you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be like Tom Hanks and Big. You should be the adult that goes and works in the toy section oh. of a kid's store because your enthusiasm. <laughs> that would be amazing. You'd be great at it. Oh, no, that that's exactly what I want to do. I actually. I believe it. You could do it but well. But doesn't everyone want to do that? No. That's the key. No, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Really? No, you have an enthusiasm for it that would make you exceptional. But most normal adults would want to return nah. to the childhood. And, nah. I don't know. Nah. I don't know and about play. that. play. Re- no. no. I miss Toys R Us. It's one of my favorite places to go to. Holy then cow. We got two, two votes R yes Us. and two now. Back in Mechanicsburg, yeah. th- they opened a new Toys oh, R Us. They? When I was in elementary school, it was the greatest thing in the world. Yes. Holy oh, cow. Like, that's a warehouse of toys. Well, I'm Every just. Every toy you can imagine. Look, those, that and Kitty City were pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very, yeah. Very, very Kitty cool. City, cool. too. 
John, I, I got to tell you, next on the, the my nightstand, there's two drawers in the nightstand. I have a Generation 1 Jet Fire Transformers. Jet Fire? Yes. Is that the one, the, the, the white one, the yes, white and red the, one? Yes. That was like a limited edition yeah, made I, out of metal. Made out of metal. It is in my nightstand currently. I had it. <laughs> I took it out and reassembled <laughs> it the other night. The whole wow. I put it, made it from the plane to the robot. Yeah. And then I put it back to the plane and put it back in my That's nightstand. That's so cool. Yeah. This was this was two nights ago. Oh my gosh! You know what? I I'm gonna order some transformers. <laughs> this, this I need to get a jet fire. Yes. I wish people I could see John. Right I just now. looked hey. it up. It's six hundred dollars pre-owned. I no way. That's what it says. Oh man! Yeah. I traded for that. I traded for jet fire. Mm-hmm. I traded a Grimlock and a Slag, which were Dinobots. This guy. So those were really cool. This Dinobots. Guy I don't even know what's being discussed right now, but John's, John's going crazy. All right, let's listen to uh, Rob Thompson because, of course, with the Phils back together, at least part of the team, pitchers and catchers, he spoke yesterday on the mentality this spring and for this season. Then he kind of veers into some other stuff as well. But here's Rob Thompson yesterday. Well, I know that there's a whole bunch of guys in there that are motivated, and we don't have everybody yet, but um, – I just think we're very talented. I think these guys are motivated. They've had two years of, of tasting it, and now they want to they want to take a chunk out of it and swallow it, you know, and eat it. Um, I think that's really the only thing. And, uh, again, I'm, I'm not really looking at anything right now other than just staying healthy for the first five days, first week, and get into the games. I always say there's three times a year that, that really scare me, and that's the first week of spring training because uh, the intensity level goes up from the off season, It's the first week of spring training games. Intensity goes up. And the first week of, of uh, regular season games, intensity goes up. So we really have to keep our feet underneath us and, and keep people healthy. Now let me say this about the motivated thing. It's, it absolutely is a good thing, but it doesn't mean they're going to go further than they did. And I've seen enough sports to know that. I mean – I would think the Sixers would be more motivated in 2020 after they lost in 2019 and 2021 after they lost in 2020 and 22 after they lost in 21. And same thing could apply to the Flyers era of, of you know, the Lindros years. You know, you lose in the playoffs. I come back more motivated. You lose in the playoffs. I come back more motivated. You lose in the playoffs. Come back more motivated. Um, I mean, in the end, to me, it's nice, but it's not going to be a determining factor. I mean, it's really not. I mean, what's going to be a determining factor is are they healthy? When push comes to shove and some guys are in big spots, do they hit the ball? Do they pitch well enough? Do they play good enough defense? Does Rob Thompson – I mean, motivation is going to have nothing to do with whether Rob Thompson actually makes the right decisions this October. And I don't want to shortchange the many quality decisions he made the last two Octobers, but the reality is the last two years, he killed them. He killed them in the crucible of of the situation. I mean, the decision to pull Zach Wheeler and the decision to put uh, Craig Kimbrell in game four were – they were season-altering – disastrous decisions and that has nothing to do with motivation i need him to and i love rob thompson but he's got to he's got to be better in those moments that was a disaster now john from your from your perspective I and mean, you're a guy that dealt with getting close many times no i mean god bless you seriously you're on good teams you're a good player you dealt yeah. with it with the raiders you dealt with it with the eagles how much of a positive do you think it is for the eagles or when you hear me say excuse me for the phillies or when you hear me say i don't put much stock into it because i don't I mean, I would. You think, don't put much stock into getting close, getting there. It, it, I'm, not really. I, I don't understand how you can't put stock in that. It really is a different season. It really is a, a different seen... level of play, a brand of baseball, just like it's a different brand of football in the postseason. 
being there matters. Being there makes you better at playing baseball. Being there makes you better at playing that style of baseball the next time you get the well, opportunity riddle, to be in the riddle, postseason. Riddle me this one, Batman. How do you explain the Phillies in 08 winning the World Series in their second trip yeah. and then in 09 when they had a better team going less far? I 2010 guess. when they had a better team than that going less far, and 2011 when they had their best team in that five years getting knocked down the first round. Yeah. Makes just, no sense. That's why you just got to keep striving to get back. Keep well, that's back, right. and when you're there, hope that it's all hot and, and working at, at the right time. Uh, that didn't happen last year. Uh, I believe this team has that capability. To, to well, get they do. There they do, and they to do. be hot when they get there. So like, that's so, what we're going for. So to the or to the Braves. Happen. You want to talk about a motivated that. team? I understand that. Right, and the ben? Braves are probably a better team than we are. That's right. We're, we're expecting that they will probably win our division, but we will get to the postseason, and we've got that opportunity because we're built the way to, we're built to win with the way we swing. And I saw your face come alive when I mentioned the Braves. What goes through you when I just said that? The best player in the world, Ronald Acuna Jr. I was telling someone last night, I said, he's the best player on the planet. And they said, what about Otani? I said, Otani's not pitching this year. Right. Ronald Acuna Jr. is the best baseball player on the planet, and he scares me. Let me ask you this question, Ben. Is there a better chance the Phillies win the division than people make? Look, they're not even close to being a favorite to win the division. The Braves are significantly the favorite. Mm -hmm. But could the Braves' regular season success the last two years, or more years than that, but let's just talk about the last two. Major, major regular season of success the last two years for the Braves. Tremendous postseason failure the last two years. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Braves will dethrottle a little bit in the regular season? Not go pedal to the metal? And does that open up a window for the Phillies to have a better chance to win the division than maybe odds makers think? No, I don't think they'll dethrottle. Um, I, I just think their, their player, their personnel is that would, won't allow them to do that. So you think they're that great? They are good. They're very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, and, they're great. I they, mean, yeah. to a man, they're they're really good. And they got Chris Sale this year. They just picked him up. Um, and, again, I you know, they can beat you in a lot of different ways. They're really good. You know what's incredible? When they won really that World good. Series without Acuna. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're going back three years now. But when they won, when he was out for the year, that was something. Yeah. Let's go to John right now. John, good morning. Good morning from Central Florida, where it'll be 81 degrees today. Wow. Nice. How I humid, John? Zero. You're kidding. What a gorgeous no, day. It's, it's, you know, look, I live here now after my life up there, but we go through four to five months of absolute hell to enjoy days like this. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And uh, I got to say that after, you know, between October, November, December, and, you know, the, the, the Phillies going cold, the Eagles going up in flames, and be knee breaking down. I need a re- I need a revival. So tomorrow I'm going over to Clearwater. Um, I don't care if they're just doing dump- jumping jacks. I don't <laughs> care if they're just like I don't care if they're just unloading their bats and baseballs. I-, I don't even care if they're just there for a team picture. I, I got to see some. I got to be revived. And then it starts tomorrow because this weekend's gonna be uh, actually kind of wet. I don't think they're gonna be playing much. That's funny, so, man. So I gotta get out there. Um, I had a question for Ben. Um, ben, last two times, the last two years, we have died because the team's gotten cold at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Has the organization and Topper come up and considered the idea of going a little bit old school and learning the old customary uh, theory of manufacturing runs? 
Yeah, I, I think you have to look at, again, the personnel. This ball club is not meant to manufacture runs. They're meant to hit the ball out of the ballpark. And, the you know, this is a team that's built on, as Thompson always says, Rob Thompson always, it's built on slug. These guys are meant to slug the baseball. Um, I, I do think that getting back to some of the basics uh, definitely would help them. Um, but I, I think this team is only going to go as far as the starting pitching is going to take them. Uh, I still think there's going to be a move to be made by Dave Dombrowski with starting pitching. And, you know, obviously the bullpen needs to come up bigger as they as they should. Um, but, I, you know, I know that's a, a textbook answer, but it is true. I, the, the bullpen has to be better, and starting pitching is going to take them as far as they can go. I, I don't understand why. If we just were able to lay down a button or two and, and get some guys on base, we would have been able to win go to the World Series. But anyway. I don't think um, it's that simple, John, just for what it's worth. I, 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 I guess I'd like to see him do a little bit more of it, but to something Ben started his answer with, like, that's just not in Kyle Schwarber's bag. It's probably not in well, Cassianos' bag. It's really not what you want Bryce Harper to do. Uh, look, Trey Turner provides more of that, certainly, than they had in 2022, 2021, 2020, and further back. I mean, he gives you some of that. I think Stott is improving at that. So you have some back control there with Stott. I mean, I don't think there is zero. I think the perception that they don't manufacture any runs is inaccurate, frankly. I do think well, Rob Thompson will take a different strategy with when it comes to the lineup. I do Hammer, think there's going to be you some. Said it. You said it three runs in the last two games. It killed us. Yeah. So I know. There's yeah. got to be something to be said for that. Yeah. But, but, um, but, but, John, remember this. Like a million runs in the games before that. So, you know, sometimes that's just baseball. Sometimes you go cold. I mean, Babe Ruth would go 0 for 4 sometimes. I mean, Ted Williams was in one World Series, and he did not bat well in that World Series. I forget what it was, but it it was a bad batting average. Barry Bonds, for the first whatever it was, five or six playoffs, had a bad batting average. He just did. And then he turned it up in that 2002 run. But, like, my point is, in baseball, small sample size – when the Dodgers got bounced out last year, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman had three hits combined. Right. So are they supposed to get rid of them? Combined. Are, are they supposed to ask them to change how they play baseball? I mean, you're talking about two of the great players in pro baseball. Right. So that's it's just it, sometimes no, but, it but happens. When you're, when you're getting shut down by a mediocre Diamondbacks bullpen. Yeah. John, uh, you know what you, they you also gotta learn to, they you needed? Gotta learn to maybe. Them. They also needed a better bench. I, I think that was one of the – I think it's an it's under – The biggest thing they didn't do this offseason. They haven't. They haven't done and it. And I'm disappointed by that because yeah. that's where it – you know, them all going quiet at the same time, you needed somebody. Like, literally, there were times it was like just well, a single hit. And here's the deal. You think to when they won an 80, and you think to when yep. they won an 08, and they got Bent's oh. production, whether it was Matt Stairs Homer, stuff from Greg Gross. I mean, they had they had stuff in 80. I mean, 80, they had Moreland off the bench. They had Lonnie Smith off the bench. They had 08, they had Dobbs off the bench. Like, they did, not, they did not have that last year, and that hurt them. John, give me a big-time answer. What makes you feel like being a kid? Well, I don't know if they're going to have the concessions open this weekend, but um, I, Hammer, I don't know if you remember, but uh, I always go into the ballparks and get the ice cream and a little batting helmet. Oh, sure. The little little batting helmet helmets take me back to when I was ten, so we're talking like the late seventies. Yep, great answer. Come back from the vet, and we would buy those like plastic batting helmets, <laughs> yeah. use them in the backyard, <laughs> doing one-on-one baseball, and like you know, whoever you had on, if you had on uh, like the Astros helmet, you had to. You know, take a swing like Jose Cruz, sure. Reggie Jackson. Remember those days? Uh, first of all, I, lo- cool. I loved Jose Cruz. Let me just say that. John, good call. John, hold on, hold on. Oh, you, you hung gone. up on him. Why was he calling you Hammer like in conversation? 
Like, why was he addressing you he as Hammer? Sign of respect. No, that is messed up. And and if that happens <laughs> that again, <laughs> really, I mean, that's a problem. That we need to talk to him. Well, we need to talk to John. John tell John about to call the back. mistake he's making. <laughs> In addressing you, right, that let me way. see. If, that me, was absurd. Let me see if this works. Did you hear? Did yes. You, did you hear what he did? The casual nature. Yes, what I did. What was hear. going on with that? All right, John. Ben, this... Did that not sound disgusting to you? <laughs> it sounded like they were long lost friends. It did. We got to see where John went to high school. Maybe he was a St. Joe prep guy. <laughs> All right, let me see if this drop works. We we put this one on the drop board recently, but we haven't played it yet. This is when Jaws cursed, and we had to bleep it out. <laughs> Let me see if this works. I don't even remember quite what the phrase is, but maybe John thinks this was. Yeah, people know when it's bull. Okay, so John, that's what you think the last call was. <laughs> Let me try that again. That was. Yeah, people know when it's bull. Okay. <laughs> that was crazy. I was here that for was that. That was crazy because like... Jaws was just kind of like, yeah, very nonchalant. What's the problem? <laughs> he didn't even know he cursed. No, no it was yeah. He, he was so worked up, like he was so troubled, or, or it was yeah. Funny it went stuff. over his head. Let's let's listen. To, but I I enjoy the the guy there. His casual reverence. Yeah. Good good job uh, by I him. I did not casual enjoy reverence. And I would love <laughs> to talk oh to God. him about it. If anyone else wants to revere me, please do. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I'm just kidding. Wechter Wechter with his drop from the other day. All right. Let's listen to um, you know the the um, situation with Hassan Reddick obviously uh, goes on, not traded, not signed, and and this will this will this will take some time. I'm sure this will go into March. Jordan Schultz, who had the report two days ago after he had spoken to Hassan Reddick on Tuesday, was a guest yesterday on Joe and Hugh's show. Um, and he, he provided some additional perspective on the Hassan Reddick situation. Here's what he said. I think when anytime you see that a player, especially one of his caliber, an all-pro player, uh, is granted permission to seek a trade, I think the perception is, is that that player asked for it. And I think it was really important to Hassan that he let Eagles fans know that he let Philly know, listen, this is home for me. I played here at Temple. I grew up here. I've cherished my time being an Eagle these last couple of years, especially, but I didn't request the trade. But I think on the other side, you know, Philly, Philly has every right to do this. This, this is, there's no bad blood. I mean, they did this last year with Darius Slay. They obviously brought him back. And I think, Hassan was very clear when we spoke yesterday at length that I understand this is business. I have no ill will toward the Eagles. And I think as a result, both sides are operating under the, under the guise of, okay, there might, there's a possibility that Hassan is going to get traded. We certainly are going to give his agent, Tori Dandy, the opportunity to see what's out there, and then we'll go from there. Good, good reporting there from Jordan Schultz with the personal conversation with Hassan Reddick to provide that perspective that Reddick really wanted to make sure people know he has not and did not ask for a trade here's what we still don't know and i'd love for someone to report on this is hassan reddick going to show up to training camp if he's not signed to a new deal because i believe the answer is no but it's just a guess i mean john your instincts tells you what would he show up to camp well i mean i i don't think he would i don't think he should and then you you look at last year the historical precedent is that uh, he did not hold out while others did. And those guys got rewarded. rewarded. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I think that should bolster the probability that he will hold out I, this time. I agree. Ben, where do you stand? I, I know you've been listening the last couple of days. We've been talking a lot of Reddick. I mean, he's one of the great players on the team. Old school mentality, like, the hell with the player that holds out. What are you doing? But like, then you see Bose and 
Chris Jones hold out last year and mm-hmm. they get rewarded. Where do you stand on this Reddick thing? The great Teddy KGB once said <laughs> in Rounders, pay that man his money. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> pay him. You're, you're, you're talking about a, a defense that was awful last year, but he's a, he's a really good player. And they need to sign him because this defense is going to be not as good, as bad as they were last year. They're going to be worse without Hassan Reddick. What about the age 29 thing? His next game, he'll be 30. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like his two years from now, instead of 30, he'll be 32, meaning, you know, two seasons thereafter. You know, what? because paying him requires a three- or four-year deal in all likelihood. I, I at, give him a three-year at, deal. At Buku, well, what if he wants four? Maybe how he is saying, I'll give you a three-year deal. And he said, well, I ain't signing unless I get four. But that's up. That's a, that's on them. That's on him. You know, on Reddick. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's what because what you're saying. Like, I hear you. I don't think there's anyone listening that doesn't want Hassan Reddick to get paid and retained. The question is, what if Reddick's demands are more more than well, the you know more than if they're that astronomical, then they're if they can't find a a, a meeting place. Then you got to let them walk. Well, you, you, you did an about face right there. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Holy, if, ma- if, holy if mackerel. If it's that drastic, if the, if the Eagles want to give him three years, he says, no, I want six years, then that's that's completely different. Joe, we know in, in football you give them four, they're, they're meaningless anyway. It's it's well, really about the upfront money. That's right. It's, I mean, it's, that's honestly that's right. what it's about. That's right. That That's true. It, it is about the upfront money. And um, and then the structure, because it also gets – the thing about a fourth year, it can get tricky depending on how much money is allocated for that year. Based, it's just a whole complicated thing. But, yes, I agree with you. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Look, I, I I don't think it's that tricky with with what Hassan Reddick wants. We we know he loves. Well, we don't it know here. what he we don't know what he wants. That's I, where it's we, tricky. You're right. Wait but till Michael I Parsons know he gets wants his deal. a lot more money than what he's getting. You know what he's going to get. He, he's set to you know whatever fifteen million bucks. Whatever he's slotted in at. He's fourteen. Let me ask you a question. Amongst guys. those edge rushers, right. and he's performed in the top five. Let me ask you over this the question. Last four years, whatever the numbers become. If the Eagles offer Hassan Reddick less than half, like half or less than what Micah Parsons gets, you think that'll bother Hassan Reddick? He's twenty-four years old. Well, that's I that's my point. Micah, that's the Eagles' point. Micah Parsons is probably going to get close to forty million dollars a year. He's probably going to get two hundred million dollars. He's probably yeah. going to be the first two hundred million dollar yeah. defensive player in pro football. So we're we going on a per year average. Just, just whichever way you want to slice. I mean, I'm just telling so, you. I expect Reddick. Half the of that would be twenty million a year, which he's not even getting. Well, <laughs> you know, so we'll see. You, you bump him up five million a year, and he's half of what Micah is about to get paid. All right, look, where do you stand on the Reddick thing? I guess it's like day three or four. I don't even know what they were up to here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Plus, what Zach Wheeler said yesterday about his contract situation—that's up ahead in a moment. Let's go to Jerry, the truck driver, right now. Good morning, Jerry. We know you're who's pumped my, up. Who's my man? Who's my man? Me, Jerry Truckhorn guy. What's up, guys? How you doing this morning? Can I can I say you just toot at your own horn? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure did. I, I, I had to good at little, that, Jerry. I had to give some props to my man Hammer, but I'm not going to refer to you as Hammer like the other guy because Joe, you're my boy. I love you, and you're 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 a great dude. And John. I, I, I hope you're still looking for a woman, or I hope you found one, because it's been a while for you. I know you're still on the hunt. And Ben, 
Yes. I, I had to call because he doesn't know man, how to re- he doesn't know how to respond to that. Thanks, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> I, that. I had to call because my man Ben was there today, my farmer buddy, and my thing. I'm gonna get my thing real quick. Is this fresh smell of cut grass in the early spring? When I was a kid, I remember that smell, and every time I cut go by someplace now, I don't cut grass anymore, but. I smell that that fresh cut grass in the spring. It just brings me back to my childhood when I knew I was getting ready. To, spring was here. The farm tractors were getting ready to fire up then, and the, uh, the 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 smell of the fresh dirt turned over. So that's my thing. Is for when I was. I a like kid. that. Great good. call. Yep. Good yeah, answer. That's a great. That's a good one. I love so, the smell of dirt. That's a good one. Fresh it, it dirt is. and ben, grass ben, and cut. Ben, yes. you know what I'm talking about too. Absolutely. So you, you know that smell. When you smell that smell, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time. It's time to get going and get the seed sowed in the ground and everything else. So, yeah. um, my thing is, I'm so excited about the Phillies this year because I think they're gonna they're gonna do what they did last year, but I think they might exceed and finally get back to the series again. I just hope they get some pitching uh, that, that you know, pick up a couple good pitchers or. Whatever, but I think we got rid of some bad dirt that was there last year. Bad dirt. And Look at that. Bad dirt. You just called Craig is, Kimbrell yeah. dirt. So is Craig Kimbrell the only bad dirt? Well, him and now that Hoskins is gone, I love Hoskins. You can't call Hoskins bad dirt. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I was actually I was I was wasn't surprised, but I hated to see him go because I really liked yeah, him. He yeah. was a he will he be. Oh, the Brewers got a they got a winner. Yeah, I'm with you, Jerry. Good, uh, good call there. Other than you know, the, the the dirt reference to some of the dudes. All right, let's listen to Zach Wheeler because uh, yesterday was a big day. Obviously, first time he's talked publicly in a while, uh, and he talked about the the contract situation. And you know, like we 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 knew basically that of course they're going to be trying to negotiate. They haven't agreed to terms yet. Here's Zach Wheeler yesterday. Big picture. Remember, one year left on his deal this year. This is it. Then he's a free agent. Very similar to well, exactly to the Nola situation last year. Here is Wheeler, big picture on his contract situation yesterday. I think it could happen anytime. Um, honestly, I don't know if there's deadlines or anything like that. Like I said, I'm kind of just leaving that to uh, my agent and the front office to kind of settle out. And I'm just kind of hands off and just listening. I, I want to be paid, um, you know, kind of how, I, how I've done, what, what they expect out of me, that type of stuff. You know, it's it, like it's not all about the money to me either. Um, you know, it took less to come here and uh, be in a good spot and be happy and my family be happy. So, you know, I, I do want what I feel like I've earned, I guess you could say. But at the same time, um, you don't always get that. So um, it's just about everybody being happy at the same time. I think that's what's the biggest deal. Uh, you don't want to be miserable and being paid a lot. So, um, you know, it's being happy and um, getting what you earn. You know, it was a good start there when he said it can happen anytime. That that made me feel good. I mean, I don't remember hearing Nola, for instance, say that last spring. So I, I, I have an optimistic lean with, with the way he framed that initially. But by the way, part of this is what Ken Rosenthal said. Let's listen to Ken Rosenthal. He was on a podcast, the Foul Territory podcast, earlier this week, and he made it sound even more optimistic. Zach Wheeler is a guy the Phillies want to retain. I expect they will retain him. 
And at some point in March, I figure we're going to hear an announcement. Zach Wheeler is back with the Phillies. Or not back, but extended beyond this year. And you guys know how critically important I believe it is. Because if we go back to a few months ago when we ranked our top 10 players in Philly sports, and there are a lot of great ones, I had them three. Now with Hertz's decline, I bump Hertz out of two. I put Wheeler two. Two. I go Harper one, Wheeler two, Embiid three, A.J. Brown four. And you might say, well, how in the world can Joel Embiid be behind Zach Wheeler? And I'll give you a simple answer. Because come postseason time, I fully trust Zach Wheeler, and I don't fully trust Joel Embiid. Simple as that. I mean, this guy, Zach Wheeler, has been a freaking rock star. And if the Phillies had won that World Series last year, and they certainly didn't win it, not because of him. I mean, he did his job. He was unbelievable. He was rock solid every single start. So I love the guy, but it is essential to retain him for years to come. I feel pretty good about it. By the way, he talked more. Hey, hold Let's on. And, and Go ahead, the, fact, the fact he has been incredible for our team, and he's aware that he needs to continue to grow and change and evolve himself. Even though he's been the shutdown guy, he showed up for, for spring training with uh, another pitch. You know, he's planning to work more on his off-speed stuff. He Last year, he added the sweeper. The sweeper. Remember, it, it, I like, do. this guy shows up with new ideas every year. He's got new pitches every year. It never gets stale. He, We, we talk all the time about how he can adjust on the mound like a coach himself in-game. He's the, the, the perfect weapon. It, it it just continues to to grow. He, like, like the he's, legend he's, of this guy. Well, it's four years in a row now and two, two in the postseason. Ben, is it crazy talk for me to say he's second best in Philly sports? Not at all. He's, you said it's essential that they sign him. It's beyond essential that they re-sign him to a longer-term deal. I'd take him, honestly, I, I might take him over any pitcher in baseball. It, to be my, my number one guy. My every, you know, game seven of the World Series. Here you go, Zach. Go give me, go give me seven, eight. Well, it's sort of like what Schilling used to have. Schilling, exactly. Schilling established total trust in the exactly. postseason. Yep. Which, by the way, a guy like Greg Maddox did, and Greg Maddox was one of the all-time greats. But Correct. in the postseason, it's like hey, we're getting shaky yeah. here. And li- listening, just you know, reading through like some of the the interviews from this training camp, it, it's so exciting to me to to read Zach talking about his command. Like he's never had command like this. He's talking about how. He can do things now that he couldn't as as, as a younger well, we'll pitcher. Say, like I, he's a better version of himself. I just this hope year. he stays healthy. With more in his arsenal yeah. that he's chosen to add over the last couple of years, it just keeps improving. Let's he listen. Keeps improving himself. Howard Eskin joins us in five minutes from Clearwater. He talked to Zach Wheeler yesterday. Let's listen to an exchange that Howard had with Zach Wheeler yesterday, uh, with one aspect of the negotiation. Zach, it's obvious that you have outperformed your contract. And some players want to make up for that, the outperformance of their contract. Uh, does that figure in in any way to what you possibly or your agent could possibly want from the Phillies? Um, I think, you know, you, you may want that. You may think about that. But at the same time, it's, it's a business and um, you probably should get paid what you have done or what you are uh, expected to do. However, they formulate all that. I don't know the right way to say it, but um, I don't know. I mean, you get what you get paid, what you should be paid. You want market value, is what you want. Market value. There you go. 
There it is. Look at Howard. He's got the right fra- right term for him. Market value is what he was searching for. We'll talk to the king in a couple minutes. Let's go to Ray right now in Pensacola. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, fellas. How we doing? Doing well, Ray. Um, as far as the Twitter poll question, man, you got to embrace the song, like Joe said, because at the end of the day, I'm going I'm to say something that the kids are saying today. We got to stand on business. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, you know, Zambrowski's going give, to give, give you all the tools you need to be a successful team, and if, if you don't have it, he's going out and find it. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, but he's the gotta, problem he's is we're going to have a bad bench. song, Ray. No, it's We're going to have all the, all the tools we need with the wrong song. <laughs> hey, John, you're going to hear it anyway because the people are going to play it. Mm. <laughs> but they'll play it less if the team doesn't play it. You're exactly right about yeah. that, Joe. But I think, I think we're – listen, I think we have unfinished business. Like I said, stand on business. I think we're going back. Well, I will tell you this, Ray, and boy, people aren't going to like hearing this on this Thursday morning, but I'll say it. Same thing I said last year, and I was right. They have a better chance this year to not go as far than to go further. Yeah, I mean, la- la- last year, last year, they got to a Game 7 in the NLCS. Now, look, they could blow past that. They could win the World Series this year. I'm not damning the season before it starts. They absolutely could win the World Series. But I'm telling you, if I had to say which is more likely, that they, they go further or less far, it is more likely that they go less far. They can't keep relying on on literally Atlanta collapsing against them. I mean, that was I mean, that's part of it. It's a great point. They've One of these years, lucky it, two years in a row. I mean, not lucky. They've played better, but what I'm saying right. is Atlanta is a very good team. And at some point here, they're going to face the Dodgers in the postseason. Yeah. They've avoided that two years in a row. But let's be real. Atlanta and the Dodgers have been the two best teams in the National League the last two years. And the Phillies are going further than them. Mm-hmm. Make of it what you will. All right, Ray, we got the king coming up here in a moment. Give me a great answer. You can win Creed tickets today. What makes you feel, what makes you think of being a kid? A happy meal. A happy meal. <laughs> that is a right. good one. Yeah, it's yes. not bad. Yeah, not, not, a, yeah, not a bad answer. Mm-hmm. Happy meals are good. I think more of happy days because I was a kid watching happy days. But happy meals is a good answer too. Ronald McDonald? Yes, the Hamburglar. <laughs> Who's more cool, John? Ronald, Ronald McDonald or the Fonts? Well, the Fonts is based on coolness. Yeah, yeah but like, some people, there's revisionist history. Some people say now he's completely uncool. He's totally cool because he's also still cool now. I, that's my look, I think the Fonts is the coolest of all time, but make of it what you will. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.